Previously, on The Last Tapestry. Mona's going to say, is this artifact really worth your life? More than you know. With their movement, they are going to grab the idol and fucking bolt into the code check room. They're able to, like, wrestle it back out of, um... Bustle's mouth, but as they do, there is like a disturbance in the um, in that birch shavings that was that was mentioned. The body shifts and seems to spill a little bit of whatever was inside, exploding out from it. Are these spectral forms? Well, something that you're quite familiar with by now, which is uh, dream wraiths. Three huge spectral dream wraiths just fly out of this little doll and further into the museum. You can see that there is a large leviathan-looking fish with glowing green eyes and it has along the side of it a bunch of bioluminescent dots that you can make out coming closer and closer to you in the darkness. Roll initiative for me. (laughs) Oh, what a tangled web we weave when first we practice to deceive. But what of the web already woven for us? What of the fate that has already been decided? If our predestined path is blighted, what then? Surely you would think there would be some way to change that. on island time she's on island time she would recognize this as the island of oshana like you were there in a dream before you're there in a dream again it is it is back and just as before you kind of hear that weird distant song on the wind that collection of notes again that you remember hearing as you passed arcanya costa's home you hear it again and as that that lullaby just tinkles out from the window and and on the wind atlas says oh that sounds like your lullaby i know that anywhere i've only sang that to you once but (laughs) i'm really good at remembering things i have nothing else going for me well (laughs) you got balloon animals going for you atlas (laughs) that is true i forgot that was my backup it must be a lullaby i heard when i was young I, i often hear it in my brain i guess well it is beautiful he is going to take a step forward because he can just he can hear this this music and he's just like you know it's strange i actually think i know a song very like the one you sang i don't know that it's your song i keep thinking of but it's this one well maybe if you hum a few bars and i can also hum a few bars and we can figure it out we could try it sounds like this one right now and so he is going to hum a bit of it. So I guess I'll roll performance and 
You roll as well. 25. I thought that was a 1. It is not. It's a 7. 7 plus 9. 16. Okay. Yeah, he is able to hum the rest of this song that you can kind of hear the strain of on the wind. He can hum the rest of it, and then you find, as he is humming it, that you know the rest of it suddenly. It just comes to you. You are able to complete this song, and as you both sing this song together, you realize this song is actually a magically important song in a way that you aren't sure of yet. But as you sing it, and you can feel this is something that belongs on the staff, suddenly Atlas looks at you very, very strangely, and he says, Hold on. Do I? Did we speak before the fight? We spoke before then, didn't we? Um, what, what, what do you mean? Bef- before the, f- the fight, when, when we finished the fight, we spoke, but we spoke before that, didn't we? I spoke to your friend. Uh, okay, you're no, 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 your f- your friend used to have two arms, didn't he? I mean, you know, everyone's born with two arms. That day! Normally. Earlier that day! <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, and I don't know why you're yelling at me. No, no, um, no, no, no. You, I, it was earlier that day. You, you're, you're certain... I remember. I, I remember it. I know I do. Okay, um... Your friend was perhaps? the mangled man. The, the... the the man who was absurdly tall. Okay, hold on. No, no. I re- <laughs> don't. <laughs> calm down. Calm down. It, it, it must be underwater pressure getting to you or something Twelve like deception. that. deception. You will roll insight. Twelve. He rolled a twenty-two. <laughs> he crosses his arms and he's just like, I don't see why you need to lie about it. If anyone has any reason to feel bad about what happened, it's me. We were harsh in your vibe, but then also you, like, totally took away my friend's arm. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yes, I, we we did talk before we fought and then met here again. How did that happen? How did... how didn't I remember? Uh, magic? Hmm. Magic. Specifically magic I did. Did you modify my memory? Did I... uh, no. Not really. I reversed... Time? Oh. Hmm. I mean, it's totally chill. I'm sure other people can reverse time as well. Don't be weirded out by this. I can't this. think of anyone who can, but um, I will. You don't know every person in the world, <laughs> Atlas, so I just... Weird thing to assume. I love how defensive Deli gets whenever she, like... You get too close to the truth. She's like, hey, why are you asking me? <laughs> yeah. Stop! <laughs> I just love, well, you don't know everyone in the world, so... <laughs> yeah, so, you know... Just keep that in mind. Your sample size there. is too small. <laughs> but magic isn't a weird thing. And, and you were really beating us up. Well, you were beating up my friend really bad, so... Yeah, I had to do something to get us out of there. I'm sorry? I, I don't know why I'm apologizing. Atlas does seem pensive about this, and he's just like... I don't know why you're apologizing either. It's just a it's just something I remembered. Strange. So you would conclude from this that this song makes it so that someone can remember every timeline that you have had with them. Oh shit. Okay, just don't listen too hard. Um I don't want your your brain to <laughs> melt. My br- <laughs> to melt. I think it's a little too late for that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
Oh, dear. Can I start, like, right, like, humming, or not humming, but, like, I take out my ukulele and I, like, start strumming along to the, the song? Yeah, you can. And then, like, kind of use that to transpose, like, the music? Yeah, you can, you can transpose, like, that song that you just sang with him was the song. So, like, you can mm-hmm. easily write down that and put that on the staff as the song of memory. Does this one have a fun pun name? No. Okay. I'm sorry. It's it's. I just wanted to know. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, you are you're in Oshana, and you are very near your home, which is for those who don't know, Oshana is a city that is half above the water and half submerged. And the lower down you go on this island that has a volcano on it, the lower down you go, the um, I believe it's the more poverty stricken it is. So like the you know the more the more mm-hmm. poor the area is. You're near the wading pool, kind of down into the area where you live, which is underwater, right? You live in the underwater portion. So. Yes. Oh, actually, I know this area. This is where I grew up. See, Marjorie, I told you I'd take you to my hometown. Yeah, we're doing so many things today that you didn't know would be today. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. If you guys want, you can check out where I, where my family lives. I mean, it's not a lot to write home about. I think uh, it's cool. Yeah, um, more <laughs> underwater stuff. <laughs> I think she would be, like, a little embarrassed, like, kind of in the way, like, don't, like, set your expectations Aww. too high kind of situation. And I, I think Marjorie is just very excited just because her home is kind of <laughs> and always has been the monastery. So the idea of literally anything else is exciting to her. Uh, so I kind of grew up on a seaweed farm and uh, that's kind of where my whole family lives. So uh, it's just over here and I guess she'll like wade into the pool and like dive in. Okay. And Atlas will follow. And throughout all of this, Marjorie hasn't had, like, the diving suit on. She just hasn't even thought about yeah. it. And and even so, she'll go into the water, and it doesn't seem to have any deleterious effects. She's able to just go through the water. Like, what I imagine is kind of like a coral reef, kind of, like, shantytown kind of underneath. But, like, with... It's clearly, like, agriculture. Like, there, it's just not, like, very, like, uh, modernized or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, these, like, kind of cabin, not cabin, like, they're kind of, like, these wooden homes that are on stilts, kind of, but they're underwater, and they're, like, built into, like, the reefs, and people kind of swim freely. It's kind of more like a, like, an underwater lake town kind of situation. That's really cool. Yeah. And, yeah, with Deli's family, they kind of, uh, she has a really big community that is comprised of like her cousins and she has a couple of siblings or she has three siblings Mm. and they all live on the same block yeah and they tend to this they go and dive for sea grapes and seaweed and they that's kind of how they do their living oh it's pretty cool it is cool um she points she points these things out and like uh and and explains like how how they farm the seaweed and bring it up to the shore and you know they like sell it and then everything like that and i guess kind of points out where all her cousins live and where her, her grandmother lives it's all in the same block right yeah yeah all in the same block and i guess like all, she until they end up right in front of her home mm-hmm. and like she shows off her little 
it's not a very big home. I would say it's only like maybe two bedrooms and like her and her siblings share a bedroom and her mom has her own bedroom. So yeah, I guess she would like go up and knock on the door. <laughs> does she do? You, does she see any people or is it kind of like how there was no people in like Marjorie's dream? It's the same. You can hear people like you can hear your family talking excitedly. Like you can hear the the warm chatter coming from this place. And so, like, and the moment you knock, it opens, and there is just a warm light that comes out. And you feel a welcoming presence kind of ushering you in. I think Deli would feel a little bit overwhelmed because she hasn't been home in a while. And she might, like, start crying again. She's just very emotionless these few episodes. (laughs) I know, Um, I'm so sorry. Um, (laughs) She's definitely a water sign. (laughs) The Pisces. We'll confirm it. Either Pisces or Cancer. <laughs> but she would be like, so, yeah, this is, I mean, it's not much. I think it's amazing. Like, it's so nice and friendly and everything, you know, you read like a family is. It's just so nice. Yeah, I mean, kind of miss that. I, I guess I'm kind of finding it again with everyone that I've met so far, but for a while I felt really alone when I was touring around with Nalos. It was just kind of, he was the only one, and then Maya and Skate, but we were always on the go, and it always felt like I was working. And it's just nice to come back home, even in a dream, I guess. Yeah, I know it just, I also remember home being a lot of struggles because, you know, my mom was always working. Someone had to watch the kids and tend to the seaweed. It's just when you look and like, if I don't know if they're probably close enough to the surface where like you could see up the volcano and you could see like there's like these big glittering mansions up there, kind of similar to when. Her and Nalos went to that, uh, the... Undertow, yeah. Undertow's mansion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they... It's just, you know, it's weird to always be looking up. And I always hoped that one of my family would live in one of those big mansions one of these days. But something always just happens. Like, I don't know, our, our boat breaks. Or <sighs> there was a bad crop that year. And... They always told me that if I worked hard and put my family first and all of that, that we'd be able to get up the volcano. That's clearly not true. Yeah, that seems rough. But I guess we're happy even if there was rough times. I mean, I feel like, you know, you also deserve to be happier. Something like a boat breaking shouldn't, you know be a setback not for long anyway yeah around here it's a little bit harder to move up there's always something no kidding well maybe that's one of the things that can change like you and like elijah and mona are like changing so much already you're already i don't know the kind of person you just read about 
God, now I'm the one talking about books all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's Mona rubbing off on you. I know. <laughs> but I mean it, though. You're, like, you're someone. You all are someone, and you can do something. I can, you know, I can feel that. Most days I don't feel like I'm a someone. I'm just someone who's just doing, just trying to work to provide for her family. Well, you're someone to them, and you're someone to me. Oh, I'm sure that Mona and Elijah think of you the same way that I do. I just wish I could sometimes do more. Like, literally, like, just bring what's up there down here and vice versa and just make it like a, a fair playing ground. Yeah. No, that would be nice. Hey, maybe you can write that into um, Elijah's, uh, you know, Brave New World thing he's got going on. Is he writing a manifesto? Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he was, but... <laughs> I'll have to ask him. <laughs> like, what is I mean, yeah, I mean, I think... Now that we have this, this ability to make a better future, I think that just is a lot more responsibility than I, 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 I ever thought of. Like, I just wanted to, I just wanted to sing songs and, and, and come home. <laughs> uh, I definitely did not see myself in a situation where I was going to see the world end a few times, but I guess we all do what we can with it. Like, and you're doing great with it and I'm personally glad that it's someone like you that's working to fix things you know rather than someone else Oh, she goes to hug Marjorie and she's like well I'm glad you're here to help Marjorie hugs her back <laughs> this is just the feels arc I guess with that the dream ebbs away The final dream is a bit different. You all find yourselves in a new space separate from each other. Mona, Willow, Arya, and the Marigold find themselves on a vast stage and Arya and the Marigold stand at the front of it. The stage lights catch them and for a glamorous moment, they are a glittering and unattainable force. And Elijah, you are also on stage and it's Coniferous that's at the head of it. Coniferous is resplendent in theater finery, while you and Amaranth look like you're from the background of uh, Romeo and Juliet. Next to you, the moment Amaranth realizes he's on stage, he starts sweating. Now Cordelia, you are not on a stage. Instead, you find yourself 25 feet in the air on a small trapeze platform. You're holding tight to the handle of your rope, and across from you, on a twin platform, is Marjorie. You're both wearing sequined leotards with a silken capelet. Marjorie is also wearing a uniquely horrified expression, unable to look anywhere but square at Deli across the platform as she trembles. Is she afraid of heights? It would seem like she is. Oh no. <laughs> no. Below the both of you is Atlas, and he calls up, Well, this seems to be a bit harder for you two than it is for me, but I think this is my dream. Why aren't you up here? <laughs> Well, I could climb up there, but I think I meant to be the ringleader here. I, like, yell across to Marjorie, and I'm like, are you okay? Yeah, I think so. It's just a dream, right? So if I fall, I'm, you know, 
fine. Yeah, I mean, there's a net, right? And I look down. You look down. I mean, there isn't one, but... Uh... Tell her there is. She won't look there's down. There's a net, right? I look down. There's no net. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> this is fine. It's okay. I'll catch you. Are we all in the same space or different spaces with all these stages and such? You're in all different spaces. Arya and the Marigold are standing on a stage that is overlooking the elite of Astoria Heights. Coniferous is on a stage that looks far more Shakespearean. And both Elijah and Amaranth are dressed like fucking Romeo and Benvolio over here. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Marjorie and Deli are on a trapeze. Oh my god. Oh my god. So, uh, can I get everyone to roll initiative, please? What are we fighting? <laughs> Our own fears. Stage fright. <laughs> it's a skills challenge. Okay, Mona, what'd you get? 11. Deli. 8. Elijah. 22. Okay, so Elijah, you're on a stage. You need to uh, roll performance or do something like it in order to successfully bring Coniferous's vision to life. So what do you do? I don't know how it'll fit into Coniferous's vision, but I don't really have a bonus to performance. What about sleight of hand for some like fun stage fighting? Maybe with Amaranth back here. That's pretty cool. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Throw me a sleight of hand. That's gonna be a 10. Perfectly average stage fighting. Thank you very much. He gets a plus seven to this skill. That is keeping track of how my son fails. Poor sweetheart. Okay. Amaranth is going to go. And he... Oh boy. I swear to god, if everyone fails this skills challenge, I don't know what I'm going to do. We just die instantly. <laughs> oh my god, no, don't say that. I'm on a trapeze. <laughs> oh god. Um. Okay, so yeah, he's going to... I don't want him to use sleight of hand because he just used it. I guess he's going to try athletics. Oh, hell yeah. He has a bonus for some reason. <laughs> Been working out. He did some push-ups. No biggie. <laughs> uh, that, that is an eight. Uh, so, a little below average. <laughs> yeah, Coniferous just seems like, you get there. You, you get there. You get in the mood. I'm sure it'll come naturally. We don't do this professionally. I'm sorry. No, no, that's fine. I didn't think you did. So that's another fail. So. Going great over here, guys. It is Arya's turn. And Arya is up there to sing. So she is going to just perform. And ideally, she's going to own it. But, uh. <laughs> I believe in her. Nice. Okay, yeah. So that is 26. So she she owns it. I would say. It's the Marigold's turn. The Marigold is also going to sing. Is Arya dreaming about her song battle? Aww. They're not battling. They're singing together. No. Well. Oh, God, that is the second nat 20 that the Marigold has gotten today. Jesus. Dang. Putting them down at one hit point only made them more powerful. Thank you, Mona. You're welcome. They came back stronger. So, yeah, they sing, and it's uh, that's two successes. Oh, nice. Okay. So, 28. Good for them. Mona, you are, as a reminder, yeah, you are also on this stage, as is Willow. I'm gonna dance. Okay, what are you using for that? Performance, I guess. Well, or could acrobatics work? Acrobatics could work. Okay. That is a natural 20. Hey, damn, another two successes. This is the inverse of my stage. <laughs> <laughs> this stage is fucking cool. <laughs> this is the coolest shit. Um, okay, so five, six. Deli. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, okay, I'm gonna 
do a, I guess it up uh, Okay, I guess if it, I'm jumping or doing a trapeze trick, is that still performance or will I have to roll something else? That can be performance or it can be a deck space skill. Okay. Um, I'm only asking if it's performance so I could get advantage because I still have flower ground. Okay, sure. I'll let, I'll let you have it. Okay. The next time I'll go, I'll do, I'll do act. Wait, are we doing this once or are we going around again? We're just doing this the once. All right. Benevolent DM. Oh, nice. Uh, 17 plus 9, 26. Damn. Okay. You crushed it. Um, now let's see how Marjorie does. So, 7. Can I give her inspiration or is that like... You not? can. If you have inspiration to give her. Okay. Yes, I do. Then yes. I've only used one. Um. She needed it. Oh, I didn't even say what she's okay. rolling. Uh, it's probably deck-spaced because <laughs> she's clinging on. Please. Roll good. Okay. 17. That's a pass. Oh, that's good. Thank God. So she is white knuckling it, but she does jump off and you two do your cool trapeze thing in the air. And I believe that brings us to the last person, Atlas. We'll do performance. He's hyping us up from the... <laughs> 25. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to roll for Coniferous, who is also going to do a performance. 18. You know what? He's, he's such a professional. <laughs> yeah, he, he really... He never needed the circumstance engine. He just, like, gets up there and starts reading a monologue just to save the shit. Like, <laughs> he has this shit on lock. He does. He's so good at improv. <laughs> he just needs to know in his heart that he's good at improv. That's it. Aww. He needs to recognize it. Yes. Okay, that's it. As that finishes, you guys kind of slowly come to naturally only the the marigold and willow is in the room with you mona elijah amaranth and coniferous are right next to the ladder coniferous is he is back awake again and the the dream friends are gone but you're right in front of the ladder so you're going up the ladder and trying to get to where for sure yeah you guys climb the ladder leaving the broken robot in the gondola behind you and you make your way down the stairs. Meanwhile, Cordelia, Atlas, and Marjorie all make their way through this final tank, and they, they swim through the bioluminescent city of Lightlaria and are able to find their way to the ladder that leads them to another maintenance room, which lets them out right in front of the staircase. Mona, meanwhile, you are in that room with Willow, as mentioned, with the bones on the floor. The marigold seems to hesitate for a moment and then shakes their head and they start to run in the other direction. Mona's gonna say, wait, what are you doing? I have to keep this safe. I'm going to help you keep it safe. You you don't understand. Help me understand, Sin. What are you going to do to keep it safe? Well, I said we could bring it back to the stepping stones. We could teleport across the world. I could cast Sequester and make it undetectable from divination magic. Because there's a lot of things I could do with this ring. Right now? Yes. Roll... I'm going to say this is a role of, of high consequence because this could change things in a major way. Okay, I will say that on a mixed success, you might not see right now how it is a success. Um, and you'll just have to trust me. All right, 1 to 10 is a failure. 11 to 19 is a mixed success. And 19 to 21 is a success. So, um, That's a natural 20. <laughs> Are you serious? 21, Holy baby. Holy shit. <laughs> oh my god. 
Yeah, they just say... That's not going to work, is it? What's not going to work? Because it's not... It'll just be undone. How do you know that? I can't tell you. Yes, you can. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't want to tell you then. Okay, then. Keep your secrets. Then you could give it to me. And I'll take it to the stellar plane where it'll be safe. Until this is all over. And then I promise you, I'll return it to... Well, I don't know who you are, but I'll return it to the stepping stones. They falter at this. And then, because you rolled obscenely well, they make their way over to you. And then they hand you the idol. And they say, I do hope that you are telling me the truth. Nun's on there. <laughs> the marigold leaves you with the idol and then like just kind of takes a few steps away before just deciding she's just going to book it. So you're left in the room with uh, Willow, who's like, well, that was uh, tense. I don't, I'll admit, I don't understand fully what happened or how you are going to the Stella plane <laughs> or... Uh, uh, I've been living an exciting life recently. You, I, that's that's a that's not that's underselling it. I think. Uh, you, you're taking the idol to the stellar plane. Is that okay? Well, I mean, yeah, if if you're gonna return it, but how? Why? Why is everything gonna be undone? What's well? Um, in a couple of hours, a rift is going to tear Astoria Heights apart. And I know that because I've lived it before. Okay. So you can just... I don't know how it all works, but time will be unrewound. I will return to the Zelda plane. Then I'll get sent back, and then I'll try to save everything again. So you're trying to save the city. Well, that's a lot. Uh, so I'm I'm just gonna... The world's gonna blow up with me in it, huh? And I'm not even gonna remember any of this? Do you want to? Do I want to what? If I take a piece of your hair, I can weave you into the tapestry of fate, and you will remember everything when you wait, when I return. And what would you need me to do? What are you good at? Well, um, I know a lot. Uh, I got the library. Right. You mentioned you knew about the dream rates. Yeah, a bit. Knowledge is power. I'm all about that. You could be an asset for sure. All right, if, if you think so. You need a piece of my hair? Uh, yeah, that's how it works. Okay, well, she pulls out a strand of her hair then and um, hands it to you. again listeners welcome back to the metro this is danny your dm i'm still taking things slow as i'm sure you noticed and this is a reminder to all of you out there who might need it to take care of yourself and be gentle on yourself if and whenever you are struggling it is hard in a normal year to get by and these have not been normal years Um, I'm going to switch up our mid-show and focus on plugging our Discord. We have a brand new server full of people to chat about tapestry and TTRPGs with. We've even got a uh, soot-spotting channel for whenever you find an adorable little void boy. You can can go on and share that in there. We've even had people piecing together my time mechanics, which wasn't terrifying at all. Uh, You can choose your favorite of our four NPCs. I'm sorry, of four NPCs. 
you know, notoriously the only four NPCs we have, or chat about whatever you'd like to. Um, we've got show art, fan art, and a growing little community, so feel free and come on and join us. Uh, you can find the link to our server on thelasttapestry.com. But um, with that, we'll get back after a word from our fellow actual play, The Game is Afoot. Hi! Welcome to The Game is Afoot. This is a podcast where queer guests... I'm back, baby! ...play games. I pick my jaw up off the floor real quick. <laughs> real quick. Put that back on. And do an interview. My secret is... This is published on the first and third Sunday of every month, so come join us. And I hope you have a good time. Bye! So now you have the idol in your inventory and you have one of Willow's hairs in your inventory. Cool. That is not where I thought today was going to go. You make your way exactly the way you've been going to get to the tr- the title triumvirate exhibit. And you make your way down the stairs and you see Deli and Marjorie and Atlas and Amaranth and Elijah. And they are all just coming together to meet in the center of this hallway. Aw, guys. Mona, you're safe. Oh my god, I was freaking out. Mona Mona goes to hug Marjorie. Oh yeah, Marjorie hugs Mona back and she's like, whoa, I had a dream about you. Well, actually, no. I had a dream and you were there. Whoa. Um, yeah. It's wild. Mona looks pretty pretty busted up from the dinosaur, right? (laughs) Oh, I forgot about that. Yes. I was about to say, well, Marjorie can heal her since she's right here. She can do cure wounds. So she's going to do, I guess, a level two cure wounds, which is what? Two D8 pl- plus her, ooh, eight. Seven, awesome. Okay, so 19, you get 19 back. Nice. I'm pretty much at full health. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, okay. Elijah's just like, I'm glad you're alive, but what the hell were you doing? Uh, I saw it says the idol had something to do with the rifts and I wanted to investigate it before it was taken, and also I thought Piper was going to get murdered. Wait, why did you think it has something to do with the rifts? Because Piper studies the rifts. Piper studies the rifts with Alora Lockhart. You realize that? I know. Yes, I did not want Piper to keep it either. So you heard someone say, hey, I'm going to take this back where it belongs, and then you said, no, 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 I know better. That's not what happened. I was just afraid someone was going to get hurt. So it seems like someone did get hurt, and it was the person trying to repatriate that idol. I wasn't thinking about the ethics of the idol. I was thinking about one person attacking another person. Well, you know what I heard? Because those screens in there, I heard you say, Hey, is this worth your life? You threatened to kill that person. I wouldn't actually do that. I don't have any proof of that. Do you think I would kill someone? I don't know, Mona. It kind of seemed like it. All right. All right. Let's let's take a breath here. We made it through this museum of horror. Uh, and I'm glad. Mom was fine. I took a gondola ride. Oh, wait. What time is it? It is 3.30. Didn't you have a meeting? It's fine. I told Ezra to find... I don't know how in what way he would find Nevi, but I told Ezra... Hey, if you see Nev, I don't know if he knows Nev independently. Um. <laughs> I will say, about this time, like 30 minutes past, is when you do receive a sending <laughs> okay. from someone who you would just imagine is definitely Nevi. Elijah just stiffens and he's like, guys, it's oh, happening. No. He's calling me. Tell him, do you want me to, do you want me to answer and say you're busy? 
don't, can you? I don't think so. No, no, it's fine. I will answer. I'm sorry, Elijah can't come to the phone uh, right now. Please leave a message. <laughs> She's screaming that into his ear. <laughs> Please leave your name and message and he'll get back to you as soon as he can. Be. <laughs> I wanted Deli to be the message machine inside my head. Nevi is just going to say, Are you still trapped in the museum? (laughs) Arya mentioned that you were there. There are so many cops. How are you getting out? I was just about to start figuring that out. Not blowing you off. Or anything. (laughs) Just to make sure you understood. It's fine. Hang around for a while. (laughs) I think he'd cast it again. Can he cast it again? I think he'd cast (laughs) it. Use up all his spell slots talking to this idiot. (laughs) And he's just like, God damn it, that's all I have! (laughs) He says, I'm in pursuit of someone named the Marigold. Arya told me about them. You can join me. I'm about to drive by the museum. Well, don't pursue them. They're fine. Repatriating an idol of some kind. Wait, is it obvious that Mona has the idol, or...? She hasn't said anything, so I don't think so. Yeah, so I figure he doesn't know. But we'll be out soon if you want to wait for... Do you see a... <laughs> Do you see a painting? And that's... Uh, he runs out of words there, I think. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he can cast it again. Um, <laughs> He's just left with the thought of if you see a painting. <laughs> and meanwhile, Nevi's like, what's the painting? What is That's this incredible. Mean? What does this mean? <laughs> <laughs> and Elijah turns to the other to others and he's like, Nevi and cops are both outside. Uh, the same cops that are mad at you guys for trying to, for stealing a painting and... They're all the same cops. I mean, I don't think they called in a different police force. I don't know. That'd be pretty cool, though. Um. I will say it about this time, now that the, the huge cop presence is here, you can hear there are huge doors somewhere else in the building unlocking, and you can basically figure out what those are. Can you figure out if it's, like, a back door? So here's the thing. A lot happened that I want to talk to you guys about, but I don't know how much time we have. I can cast teleport with this ring? Sure. You want to just get the out of here out of, out of this museum unless we have a better idea i don't want to waste it if we don't have to waste it but i'm just thinking out loud here um also Zimerigold talked to me um we i think we varied the hatchet a little bit they gave me the idol i said i'd bring it back with stepping stones um also Zimerigold knew about the whole time relooping thing they know, Wait, they know. Mm, that's that is a lot that happened yes how do they know i they, they said they didn't want to say well of course not okay how did they find out? I don't know. Well, I I, <laughs> I offered to take them to the stepping stones, and they were like, well, it won't matter because time's going to reset, basically. They didn't say those exact words, but, you know. And oh, then... That is, that is true. If we took it back there, it would just... We'd go back in time, and then we'd have to do all this again. But I told them if I take it to the stellar plane, no one could get it, and it would be safe until we fix everything, and then we could bring it back to the stepping stones. Do you think that'd be weird for Archie if we bring a different god's artifact into his home? Well, we're going to, so <laughs> we'll find out, I guess. That's true. He doesn't really have a choice. He doesn't have a choice. <laughs> I mean, can't we just use a ring and, and just go straight to Archie if it's such a 
powerful ring? Is that a thing? I can plane shift us. Yeah, that's an option. Wait. But I think... I, I need to talk to Nevi, though. Why do you need to talk to Nevi? To... I could... <laughs> I could get answers out of him. Additional answers. We could get answers out of him in the next cycle. No, because he won't know that I have this contract in the next cycle. Because I'll have the contract and he won't have anything. You could show him the contract and he'd be explaining everything to him. Wait, are you going to... I could get answers right now. Are you going to sign that contract, Elijah? It'd be a fast way to get answers. But there's at least one thing I think he'll answer me without signing it. That I forgot to ask before, because it says, uh, basically the terms of the contract are that uh, Osmodius would give me the power to do my thing, as long as it doesn't interfere with his plans. What are Osmodius's? Yeah, right? In order to make an informed contract decision, I need to know what his plans are, and I think Nevi would answer that, because he's he seems to believe a lot in... Making a not tricking people. You shouldn't sell your souls, though. You're not actually considering doing that, are you? You know, Ezra brought up a good point. What am I doing with it? Okay. Marjorie, you're a cleric. What am I doing with my soul? Uh, not, uh, okay. Not going to the dream hell when you die. Hmm. Oh. I'll just never die. Okay, but if. So there's that. Also, you sh- well, if you waste it on killing the princeps, you're gonna die. All this is beside the point. Even if I don't... <laughs> okay, what happens when you sell your soul and then the world ends? Technically, don't you die? Do I- Am I gonna go to hell? <laughs> Not if you don't sign the contract. No, no, no wait, wait, wait. He doesn't get my soul unless I kill the princeps. So, if I don't kill the princeps until after I die, I'm getting confused. I would like to talk to Nevi, though. <laughs> Okay, I thought you wanted to kill the princeps. I do. But then if you kill the princeps, that means your soul belongs to the devil? I know. It's a conundrum. So find a different way. (laughs) It's not- No, this isn't about killing the princeps. This is about getting answers. Okay, okay, fine. We'll we'll find Navi. We still have some time before the the world ends again. We do have to- This- Besides, you're- You've got a very powerful ring. I don't know if we should necessarily waste it on just getting out of the museum. Right. Yeah. Okay, let's get out of the museum a different way, then. We'll get out of the museum the old-fashioned way where we fight some cops. Or I will roll investigation and figure out a way out of here. Yeah, you can roll investigation or insight or anything to try to figure out a good way out. I got a 15 in investigation. Okay. Um, you can figure that there is a, there is a side exit into the alley if you are able to get into the, um, into the maintenance hall. Like, you figure that that is something that you can make your way to just based off the map you saw earlier. All right, I point this out. We could go through the side entrance and try and avoid the cops that way. I'd rather not fight more cops than we already have. We'll fight the least amount of cops we can, but I, I don't know. <laughs> Atlas will say, um, well, I can always summon a, a, a cloud of shadows, I suppose. That sounded more ominous coming out of my mouth than I intended. I, I'm good without, actually. <laughs> on the cop. <laughs> on the police, not on you. Oh, okay, yeah, shred no, those police right I up mean, like beef jerky. No, 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 not, I rather... not shredding them. It obfuscating everything. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, I also have fog cloud. I think 
Um, so that should provide enough cover. I mean, technically. Oh shit! So does Atlas. Because <laughs> we're Tritons. It's a Triton thing. <laughs> well, maybe mm. we just do that instead of the scary shadow thing. No, do the shadow thing. <laughs> I want those cops to be confused and afraid. Scare these cops. Scare these cops. <laughs> Okay, that is up to you, Atlas. Whatever you want to, do. I am just just gonna do fog cloud. <laughs> I will decide when I get out there, based entirely on how polite they are. You're technically not in trouble. I mean, technically we are on the run from the law, which I mean feels like I'm confessing to a crime that I do and do. <laughs> Which is murder, sailor you know, murder, you know, and not the crime you know, that you did do. That happened so long ago, like <laughs> yesterday. Can you guys get over it? And also, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Um. <laughs> anyway, Alice says, "Oh, I know, I'm not, I'm not wanted for a crime. Um, well, I might have a few warrants out for me, but I not at this moment. Are they looking for me? Either way, I don't mind doing some shadow or fog." If you would like. We appreciate it. It just sounds more fun. Um, so I'm probably going to do it in either way. You know, Atlas, you seem... I'm going to do that right now. <laughs> you, know, you seem... Wait, before you leave. You seem like a lot of fun and that... I don't know if you would like to hang around us more. Or at least... I don't... He tilts his head. He's like, I don't know what you mean. Hold on, I need to huddle with my friends. <laughs> I think she'll, she'll pull aside uh, Elijah and Mona. So, what if we recruited Atlas? That would save him from more fault. Uh, uh, I think we should do it. Would it? More fault's gonna come back. But it, what if we keep him in the stellar plane? <laughs> Let's just hide all our problems in the stellar plane. <laughs> but. Oh my god. Uh, I don't. I guess if we do leave him in this timeline, he'll forget about me singing awkwardly to him. Um, uh, I don't know. I got attached. We had moments in the tank, and I don't know. No, that's all well and fine. He seems uh, fine. But... Okay, yeah, maybe it's not great to have the person who ripped off my friend's arm with us on a normal that's basis. That's not my concern. I just, he's uh, attached to this, this dream wraith who will come back. I don't think that would be good. Okay. He's also like attached to the darkness that dreams, the dreaming dark. Can't remember which way those go. The darkness that dreams. So like, maybe a little, you know, I appreciate that you appreciate this man, Deli. Um, I do think that it might be some, um, conflicting loyalty situations for him, you know? Right, right. Okay, well, alright, I will go talk to him and move over the awkwardness I just threw at him. <laughs> Maybe you can sing to him again. I don't... Uh, no, no, I think you should. <laughs> the thing is, is that he does kind of remember what happened before we reverse time. How is that possible? It didn't happen. I, I may have discovered a new song that that can do that. Well, there you go. You could hang. You, so maybe that will be helpful. You could hang out with him again if you can make him remember things that didn't actually happen for him. Okay. Okay. That, 
makes sense. All right. She'll go back to Atlas and be like, I just really appreciate everything in the tank and hope we could be friends in a weird way. Oh, yes, that's about the only way that I can be friends. <laughs> but I hope so, too. I love this freak. <laughs> I think Deli would hug him and then I, I don't know if he's going to go do a shadow fog cloud. Yeah, he sure he okay. for sure is. He's going to go do a shadow because he finds that fun. So... So yeah, he runs He runs off into the museum. So what are you guys doing to get out of here? You're going to the maintenance hall? Sounds like it. Mm-hmm. Okay. You guys make your way up to the first floor. Again, Willow's just like, I'm not, di- did you want my help? Or like, I'm not wanted by the no, police, so I don't think I need to run. But if you like, want me there. Are you sure, do you want to fight some cops? Like, let's not dismiss it, Mona. Do you want to fight some cops? At this moment, I am a little... There's a lot I'm thinking about, so uh, I've got a lot on my mind, so no. Uh, oh, yeah. Willow knows everything. I took her hair. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> so you just took her hair, didn't talk to us, and I had this whole thing. But what's important is that I talked to her, which is the rule that was established. That is the rule. Um, But I'm going to have to ask, just just to make it all even that we had the talk with Deli, do you have a dream worm living inside your head? You have to tell us if you do, and if it's good or bad. No, no I don't. Uh, I do not have a dream worm. I'm going to roll insight. What's that number? That's a three plus five. So an eight. So, yeah, so an eight. So it's yeah. unclear. She, she could, you know. You're not you never sure. know. He gives her just like a long, hard look, and then he looks at Mona, and he's like, does she? I, no, no. How well do you know her? Not that well, but I don't think she's a good one. All right, I'm gonna let it slide. Okay, so um, so she's just going to leave then with uh, leave just the normal route. But yeah, you three and Amaranth and Marjorie are going to sneak out of the maintenance exit into the alleyway. And as you sneak out, you can see around the corner there are a ton of police cars out there. Like, that is a huge police presence out front. And unfortunately, the back of the museum doesn't really lead anywhere, like, to any streets. So if you want to get out, the alleyway towards the police is the best way to do it. Do you got any, uh, car spell slots left, Mona? She shakes her head. I can summon Hercules. If, if, if I do Fog Cloud around us, and then also if Atlas is going to do his shadow thing, then... Yeah, you definitely notice there is an unnatural, like, cloud of shadows that slowly is making its way, uh, like, to cover the lights on the cop cars. Alright, let's, uh, let's try to sneak, I guess. Okay. Do we get to do anything with the Fog Cloud or the Shadow Cloud helping us? Yeah, you get advantage, yes. Which is good because Marjorie rolled a one. Fuck! Unholy 20 for me. Unholy 20 for me. Hey! I got an 11. Oh. <laughs> Marjorie got an unholy 20. Hold on. <laughs> what the hell, guys? <laughs> and then Amaranth got a nat 20. <laughs> what the? <laughs> it's okay. Deli's not, Deli's not wanted, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. No. Yes, it's true. Yeah, she's fine. She was a she was a child. You could go ahead and talk up some police officers and then push them to do <laughs> Find an open manhole cover and just like you're so you're so funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord. Oh my god. That is dark. But anyways, 
So uh, you guys are able to sneak out onto the road and out on the road, you do see a familiar figure on a motorcycle. And he is on the corner across from the museum. And he is just staring at the the shadow that is enveloping all of these cops. And the cops are just like, what is that? And then just, you know, like, they're they're having a time. They're fussing. And um, they're trying to figure out what's going on. Um, someone's Someone needs to figure out Dispel Magic. But they sure aren't at this moment. Because uh, their wizard is with you. So, <laughs> or one of their wizards anyway. Is Amaranth their only? <laughs> I was going to say, is he their only wizard? No, no, no. That's so sad. I'm sure there are other ones, okay. but they just need to. <laughs> well, they also need to. They need to. They need to roll good. But I'm not going to roll for them because it's not their story. <laughs> so yeah, you see Nevi. He doesn't see you. While we're sneaking out here, can I do a painting check? Oh my fucking <laughs> god! I'm serious okay, about uh, roll it. Roll investigation, please. This is this is a role of high consequence with disadvantage <laughs> because there is shadow and cut like enveloping that. It's gonna be five. Okay. Oh no. You're not sure. You're not sure if the painting is there or not. Yeah, Elijah's just gonna quietly to the others. He's gonna be like, I'm gonna go talk to Nevi, I guess. Um, I don't know. No one thinks it's a. Do you want us to go with you? Only if you want to. I mean, we won't. I I promise not to say anything and have your face, but, I mean, moral support? I appreciate that. Um, and he, he looks to Mona and he's like, I, I know you have some sort of uh, complicated situation with Nevi, so I understand if you uh, would rather keep your distance. No, it's okay. He doesn't, you know, he didn't kidnap me in this timeline. Maybe he won't try to. I mean, we don't know why. You know, I mean, maybe we could get answers about that. Yeah, exactly. Alright, yeah. I guess Elijah takes the lead and starts heading towards Nevi. LGBTQIA Actual Play Podcast Network.